Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. Research, reporting, industry analysis, information, and tokenomics. Welcome to Thriller Insights. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Thriller Insights. Today is November 24th, 2020, and we are talking PayPal. That's right. We're talking specifically PayPal CEO believing in Bitcoin. And I don't know if you saw the, the news from this, but it uh, it alarmed me. <laughs> what we heard from BlackRock uh, last week and what we're hearing this week from Dan Schulman about Bitcoin um, is kind of shocking. Um, he said several things that uh, reminded me of OG Bitcoiners. Uh, he's saying things that I quite frankly didn't think PayPal would ever come out and say. Um, it shocked a lot of people. And this is directly why we're seeing this humongous spike. The cat's out of the bag. Um, the world conglomerates, financial conglomerates are embracing Bitcoin. And this is really happening, ladies and gentlemen. It's um, it's a crazy thing to watch. Take a listen to Andrew Ross Sorkin as he talks to Dan Schulman about Bitcoin and just what the future might look like for it. Explaining to the audience that you don't intend for, if, for example, I had Bitcoin and I was going to buy a pizza over PayPal for me to use my Bitcoin to actually pay the merchant and them for them to receive Bitcoin. I, my understanding is that I would pay in Bitcoin and you would immediately transact into U.S. dollars. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct, Andrew. So what would happen is um, you would buy, uh, say, Bitcoin on our platform and you'd hold it. And that Bitcoin would have a certain amount of value. And say you wanted to make a transaction at any of our merchants, we would tell you exactly how much of that Bitcoin you need to make that transaction. And we would then immediately translate that amount of Bitcoin into fiat currency. And so the volatility goes away. You know exactly how much you need for that transaction. It would be converted into fiat. And then we would use that fiat currency, US dollar, for instance, to make the transaction at the retailer. So the retailer doesn't have to except a new form of currency like like crypto. They're basically doing this in fiat currency. Um, they don't have to worry about volatility anymore. But the consumer now has a, another funding instrument, just like uh, uh, cash uh, or a debit card or whatever it may be in their PayPal wallet to be able to use to make a transaction. So we're making it very simple so and easy for people right. to utilize crypto as a funding source. Dan, I, I appreciate the, the bull case in that scenario, but I also appreciate that there's a bear case in that scenario because it suggests that fiat currency is here to stay in a very meaningful way. And I wanted to ask you about a comment that Jamie Dimon made uh, last week to me uh, when we we're talking about Bitcoin. JP Morgan's been supportive of crypto and, and increasingly even Bitcoin itself. His concern, I think longer term, and I don't want to speak for him, but is this idea that 
if it ever uh, gets to a quote unquote escape velocity of sorts, that regulators could come in, given that they have their own interests in a fiat currency, as you might imagine. Well, I think it's foundational uh, that we work hand in hand with regulators. I mean, our move into the crypto space happened because we worked hand in hand with New York Department of Financial Services, received the first uh, conditional bit license to go and do this. I don't think you can manage and move money without working hand in hand with regulators whether that be uh, regulators. But, but I think the question uh, is whether uh, a United States or, a, or but I think the question is whether central banks around the country, around the world, rather, at some point may say, you know what, we're not doing it this way or may seek to effectively crowd out a Bitcoin, if you will, by making their own currencies digital. And what you think that does for the value of something like a Bitcoin and then, of course, all of the customers who seem to be on PayPal now using it to buy up Bitcoins. Yeah. Well, I do think as paper money slowly uh, dissipates and uh, and disappears from how people are using transactions, central banks, especially on the retail side, um, will need to replace paper money with forms of digital uh, fiat uh, currency. Let's be clear. These are two both crypto and CBDCs or central bank digital currencies are digital currencies, but they're very different forms of digital currency. Central bank digital currencies are fiat currency that's digitized. Uh, cryptocurrencies aren't backed uh, by a central bank or a government. By the way, both may play important roles going forward. Some of the underlying infrastructure, more modern infrastructure um, that backs some of these cryptocurrencies, the ability to do smart contracts um, may enhance some uh, transactions. The ability to digitize assets may more democratize the ability to buy different assets uh, for more and more people. It may be more inclusive, bringing people in who are outside the financial system today. So I think there's a lot of potential benefits as we move more and more to digital currencies. But I will say, foundationally, this needs to be done hand in hand with regulators and governments. stepping into a new world it feels like something's changing quite frankly i never thought i would ever hear um these conglomerates these financial conglomerates bending the knee to bitcoin and that's what's going on ladies and gentlemen and if you just look at it from like an outside perspective just from a world view it makes sense um, you have two of the biggest countries in the world, China and the United States, really kind of fighting for this next, you know, 50, 70 years of being the global superpower. And we know what the how important the, the digital 
renminbi is going to be for china and uh, we look at something like with what the us is doing now and they're really kind of behind uh, on what they can do we have central banks from all over the world um, looking to scramble to create their own digital currencies um, and then you have something that's decentralized like bitcoin um, so it it leads you to wonder um, what this looks like you know in 10 8 years right um, if what Schumann is saying is true and you can start transacting with Bitcoin, um, gosh, that, that levels a playing field for a lot of people out there. It really does. Um, PayPal really surprised a lot of people here. There's no reason why they should embrace Bitcoin quite, quite, quite honestly. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have to. The fact that they did, uh, showed that, Hey, <laughs> They realize if we don't pivot here, we're not going to have uh, a game to play. And I think we're starting, we're going to start seeing that with banks. A lot of people are going to be fighting for that wallet app on your phone. That's going to be the key entry point and exit point for a lot of our fiat on-ramping, our banking, all sorts of, you know, stocks, bonds, cryptocurrencies, whatever investing app that you use. That's going to be all tied in one. And you can see PayPal already making that push to become that app for a lot of people's digital wallets. And uh, I think we're going to see even more, even more companies kind of go after that. Back just released their wallet in the app store and on Android and everybody can download it now. And it's a, it's a neat app. I've been playing with it. Um, but yeah, there's going to be even more of those, right? And we still are waiting to see what Square is going to do if they're going to make a move here pretty soon. Um, but this is a good starting point. This is a, a really good starting point. And also one of the biggest news that came out today was Janet Yellen is going to be the new treasury secretary. Yeah. And she comes from the federal reserve. Yeah. So she, <laughs> she knows a little bit about printing money. <laughs> So this is another thing that had a lot of people worried because they were unsure how this president-elect was going to select uh, the Treasury Secretary. And not only did he select Janet Yellen, who she's not a fan of Bitcoin, but quite honestly, <laughs> the financial conglomerates have already chosen. So <laughs> she doesn't really have a choice. But <laughs> and that's me being sarcastic. If you look at what they're doing with uh, the comptroller of the currency, Brian Brooks, he just got reinstated for another four years or nominated, I should say. So um, this is looking like it's going to be business as usual when it comes to digital currencies and Bitcoin and relentless money printing. And in that effect, Bitcoin wins as a digital asset. It's going to be the reserve digital asset for everything. Um, and I think people who are getting that, this, this is the reserve digital asset for the future. Uh, there's nothing that's going to come shake this <laughs> it's 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 not a matter of it's not a matter of how anymore it's a matter of when with that let's get into coin analysis
All right. So today in Coin Analysis, we're going to be talking about Bitcoin Hopium. That's right. Um, if you look at what Bitcoin's done here this past weekend, it's it's crazy to think that it's it surpassed nineteen thousand four hundred uh, today. And then not only that, it's seen incredible volumes. Um, and I I think that had a lot to do with what we saw with the Treasury pick. Uh, I also think it had to do with uh, with uh, with um, the president um, getting another five years for for Comptroller uh, Brooks, uh, and of course that could always be changed if the president like changes it. Uh, but still, bullish news regardless. We also have PayPal talking about <laughs> just waxing poetic about Bitcoin. Uh, there's so much just bullish news out there. We also have, we're also coming up on a, on a national holiday here in the states. Um, and uh, that that drives a lot of consumerism. That drives a lot of you know people getting together. Um, and I, I definitely think we're going to be seeing a lot of red here pretty soon. Um, I think people um, kind of are mistaken with how. I mean, it's real easy to look at the stock market, look at the crypto markets, and think, "Oh man, this is going to go on forever." It doesn't go on forever. <laughs> this is the longest I've seen it go on since 2017. Um, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited. I'm happy. You know, I've made some profit, but, um, a, a lot of stuff just comes back to reality. And, uh, quite frankly, uh, we're overdue for it at this point. So it wouldn't surprise me if we see, you know, a dump here on Thanksgiving day and everything go back to, you know, normal, normal, uh, times. But with that, I want to talk about Bitcoin hopium because I feel like what happens a lot of the times is we, we get to this green area. We think we can keep going higher and higher and higher. And that's when you have people start buying at the top. And we'll talk about altcoins here once we get to future predictions. But for right now, let's talk about Bitcoin. Um, I, I, I honestly think we're going to see here a little bit of red here come Thanksgiving Day. I, I do think we're going to see it into Friday, into Saturday. There's a lot of people that are going to be selling a lot of Bitcoin. <laughs> I'm telling you that I'm selling Bitcoin. Uh, just because I've waited so long for this for this range for this height, um, and that's not to say I'm right or wrong with what I'm doing. I think everybody needs to make that decision for themselves. Uh, I'm doing it because, quite frankly, I've been I've been buying since gosh the bare bottom of 2018, you know, and it's been a long time, uh, you know, and so this is this is right around the time I want to be at. So I definitely think I definitely think if you if you look here, I think we are going to see a little dip here. But I do think we're I think we do I think we do see another little mini run to 21. I think I think that's I think that's still in us. Call me crazy, but I do think that may, somewhere in you know between that December 7th through <laughs> December 15th, uh, I do think we're going to see another run. And I don't think that's so much hopium. I think hopium is thinking we're going to go straight through it here in November. You have to remember, ladies and gentlemen, we've we've come a long way in November. We, we were literally at, you know, 15K at the start and now we're at 19K. Uh, that's a lot of jumping <laughs> in a month uh, and not even we're not even close to the end of the month yet. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of bullish news this month. Um, and I think once we get out of this this holiday uh, and we have another two weeks, a lot of people are calling it already. Like a lot of people are going out. They're done. They're, they're as far as markets go for them. They're done for the rest of the year. Uh, but I do think if there is going to be a, a last kind of hurrah, I think it happens, you know, that first week of December, uh, you know. So 
We'll talk about more about that here in Bitcoin in December and look for that to drop on Sunday, this Sunday. Um, but in the meantime, let's talk about Bitcoin right now. A lot of a lot of people are out there saying don't sell, hodl through. <laughs> you hear that a lot. I, I like to tell everybody, you know, do your own thing, do what's best for yourself and your family. There's always you're always going to have an opportunity to buy back into Bitcoin. When people say, oh, you're never going to be able to buy back in under 14K, they're silly. <laughs> like if you're paying attention to this space and you understand what, what's going on with the space, and you'll know that come January, we're going to see a major dip. We'll probably see the dip even before then, because there's a there's a, there's a chance that we, we just dump into December and the dump happens early. Right. And then we start taking off you know, second, third week of January. That, that could be a thing, you know, but we definitely will see some red here in January. And that's when you want to buy back in. That's when you want to reallocate and start placing placing your bets to make that run into February. And then May, it's going to be the biggest one of them all. Um, so right now, what I'm doing is, like I said, so the portion, I'm going to use that for the holidays. Um, and then at that point, just kind of, you know, enjoy the rest of the year. <laughs> it's been a tough 2020 and uh, and we're still we're still going to be talking about Bitcoin. It's still going to be a thing. It's just not going to be. I think I think the craziness is kind of settling right now, and we're going to see that kind of pick up again here. They're either here the first week of December or it's not going to happen. Um, and a lot of people have their own projections, but that's kind of where I'm at with my projection. And I've been pretty accurate for the most part all year. Um, and that's kind of what Bitcoin hopium is about. I, I really don't want people to think that it's going to keep going up and then they start buying at the top. Everybody who's called me, I'll tell you like this, everybody who's called me or messaged me and said, Hey, car, is this the right time to buy a Bitcoin? I tell them no. I, I told every single person no <laughs> since last week not to buy Bitcoin right now. They're like, what do you mean? Don't buy Bitcoin. Like, no, don't buy Bitcoin. Don't buy all these other. I'm like, no, don't buy anything. Like, stay away. This is you're buying at the top. Like, you're about to get dumped on. I'm going to dump on you. <laughs> so you don't want to buy right now. You want to buy like in January, like come back in January. Don't buy right now. You're buying at the top. Um, yeah, it's not smart. Um, you know, wait till it gets to 14, 15 K and then buy. I'm not saying it can go any lower than that because I don't know. But I do know we'll get back to 14 K. So make sure you you buy when you see 14K. Um, and I'll, quite frankly, <laughs> you can always call me back if you're unsure. But to buy right now at 19K is just silly. It's just really silly because, you know, to buy at 19K and to see any sort of profit, we have to at least get to 25 or 22. And, you know, it's possible we can see 22 for, you know, a hot five minutes <laughs> and then crash back down to 20 or even 21 or even, you know, even 19 for that matter. But we're only going to see that window, that window is only going to be open, you know, for that, that five minutes. So do I think we could see over 21 K? I think it can happen, but I don't think it's going to happen this month. I think it's going to happen in that first week of December in that window I've been talking about, but quite frankly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold my breath for it. I think what happened is we kind of, we we kind of jumped the gun <laughs> on a lot of great news right at the at the end of 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 November and uh, for what for what happened it just kind of happened like that unfortunately um, but it's good to know that we were expecting November to be a very big month anyway but now we can kind of look back and and look forward to December and look back and wonder 
what does December look like? And December looks more to be like a, you know, possibly a big run here at the first week. But if we don't get that first week run, then I think we're going to see, you know, kind of a pullback in December into January. And then quite possibly, you know, another another range to keep going up, just like on the hill. Let's get into future predictions. Speculative token analysis. These are future predictions. So today in future predictions, we're going to talk about altcoins because <laughs> a lot of people are surprised. Um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, but not really. Uh, I mean, a little surprising. But and then when you go and do a little bit of research, you can kind of see what's going on. A lot of people were surprised by these altcoins going up really high this week. Um, XRP, Stellar, Cardano, uh, Dash, Litecoin. When I look at those specifically, we can kind of go one by one. When I when I see XRP, quite frankly, after doing a sh- uh, just a speck of research, you come to find out that they are going to um, create some kind of liquid eth on a th- liquid eth liquid liquid xrp on ethereum token for token so you're going to be getting an airdrop of that token now i haven't gone and verified and done my due diligence but it's just from what i'm just reading on the reddit uh, boards it it looks like that's what's driving a lot of this adoption um you also see a lot of newcomers asking really dumb questions on xrp subreddit uh so there's that um and Quite frankly, if, if people are buying XRP right now, they're in for a, oh man, they're in for a complete loss of a lot of money here soon. <laughs> like it's it's gonna it's gonna look bad on Thursday when everything tanks. Um, yeah, they just they fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Um, so I hope any I hope none of y'all bought XRP. And the reason the reason I'm so against XRP and it has nothing to do with you know. Uh, you know, my my hate of memes for them or anything like that it has nothing to do with that. It really it really has to do with that one centralized company owning the vast majority of it. And a lot of that XRP that they've given away over the years has gone to really, you know. Let's just say to people they've done business with. Right. And so a lot of what's being dumped right now into the open market um, and when that dump happens here, because it will happen here. And the next, we're recording this on Wednesday, on Tuesday, into going into Wednesday night. It will happen here in the next 24 hours. You see, we'll see that dump. And when that dump happens, a lot of people are going to be shocked. And I'm going to be like, gosh, I feel bad for those newcomers. But we all learned the hard way, um, you know. So it's it's kind of tough. It's kind of hard to see. But a lot of people fall for it. And this is why it's just not to me. When I see a run like XRP and I'm like, oh, I should have gotten it at 24 cents. It's like, why gamble on something like that? To me, I, I see it as a gamble. I really do. When I see XRP, I see it as a gamble because quite frankly, uh, unless you got it at two cents or three cents where you're guaranteed some type of, um, you know, you know, win there, getting in at 25, 24 cents from there, I just, I just don't see it. Uh, you know, I never would have said jump in now to get into XRP because it's just not a good move. There's easier 
there's easier, more accurate <laughs> predictions out there that you can make for a lot of better reasons. Uh, and then a lot of better reasons to hold that project's token um, into the long term. And one, you don't have to worry about selling. To me, it, the safer investment is the way to go instead of dumping in XRP. But a lot of people like to gamble. I get it. If, if you made off like a bandit on it, awesome for you. But no way would I ever suggest that. Next one is Stellar XLM. This is kind of surprising. And it kind of reminds me of that whole like when when XRP runs, XLM runs right behind it kind of thing that they always talk about. And it almost and I've seen this happen over and over and over again. We have XRP run, make this giant jump. And then right behind it is Stellar running too. And and so I know a lot of you hold Stellar. So I hope you guys made some <laughs> some profit there uh, because that shocked me. I think out of all the ones that shocked me this week was Stellar. XRP didn't shock me once I did a shred of investigation. But I was just like, when I saw Stellar, I was like, okay, is this is this is this kind of theory that a lot of us know about where when XRP runs? Stellar's right behind it. Um, it almost feels like it is. It's almost like Jed McCaleb goes and starts buying Stellar <laughs> with his XRP dumping. Uh, it's kind of funny. But let's let's look at the next one. So the next one is Cardano, ADA. And this one's really interesting because I've been talking about it for a few weeks now uh, and actually brought it back up, you know, in, in was it July or something. Um, so I've been bringing it up every now and then, and I've been slowly accumulating, you know, and uh, this was awesome to see. Um, it was great. It, it got to what, 19, 18 cents, somewhere around there. Um, and then should we see more run to it? I like to think we will see another run to Cardano just because I'm still waiting for what Coinbase custody is going to do. Um, and then we also kind of see that Charles is hinting at a lot of stuff for the end of the year. So I'm going to go ahead and hold on to my bag of Cardano. I definitely am going to sell once it gets to like 24, 23 cents if it gets there. Because uh, I just don't know if we're going to be able to make that last push to 36 cents. That's kind of where I saw my my sell target at, right, uh, was 36 cents. I don't know if we're going to get there now. I think we... I think 24 cents is a possibility. I think I think it, when it does fall back, because it will fall back here temporarily, but I think when it does get that next push, if we do see that Coinbase custody um, scenario and see, you know, Charles's promises, you know, follow through, then I think we can get to 24 cents easily uh, from where we're at. Uh, so I'm still holding on for that one. Um, but quite frankly, it, it, let me tell you like this. I had the opportunity to buy Ethereum way back in 2015. I chose not to. <laughs> and I did it, right? And at the time, like, I could have gotten it for like 15, seven bucks, somewhere around there. And I didn't, right? Um, and the, the longest time I used to kick myself over it. Um, and, and I bought some here when it got to $80, $90, $100, $120. I've been telling y'all to buy some because I felt like it's a really good steal. I, I think I got, I don't have enough, but I think I have... I have some, you know, um, to to make a difference. You know, if if, if it were to get to 7K, it would be nice. <laughs> It'd be very nice, right? Um, now, there's still a lot of scenarios where that has to happen. But but I will say, though, with what's going on with Ethereum um, deposits, it, they finally reach their, you know, 300,000 ETH, 
right? And and now they're they're ready to begin this new proof of stake blockchain. And quite frankly, it's going to be interesting as hell to see what happens now. Uh, but I know now with them reaching that milestone here, when when they do flip the switch here on December first, um, expect to see a expect to see a dump back down <laughs> to reality for ETH. Um, so and then that's not to say it's not going to come back up because it will. It will just not be until next year. So at, at that point, I would say if you're holding ETH and you're waiting for a time to pull pull the trigger on the profits, uh, you should probably have done that already or are going are going to need to do that here pretty soon. I wouldn't wait past the first. Uh, and if I'm wrong on that, <laughs> I'd be very shocked. Um, but me, I'm quite I'm, I'm holding my Ethereum. I, I just don't see the point of creating another, you know, another tax, <laughs> a tax, a tax uh, transaction if I don't if I can help it. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to hold off on that for now. Um, if anything, uh, next year will be the year when we cash a lot of that out. But what I'm trying to get at ultimately is that Cardano is um, has that potential. I'm not saying it's going to become the next Ethereum because no one knows that. But um I've talked to Charles, you know, uh, a few times when I've had him on the podcast. Um, I've met a lot of people in the space who promise a lot of things. And Charles is the only person I've ever talked to in the space who seems to me man to man as a person that follows through with what he sets out he's going to do. Um, that's not saying that he couldn't be a scammer or is a scammer or is promising what he can't produce. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not saying he's not capable of that because you just never know in this space. But I will say though, I've already, I made a bet on, on Cardano and I think it's going to, I think it's gonna, it's going to compete <laughs> at the very least. It's going to compete, I'm not saying it's going to, it's going to beat Ethereum or even, you know, take a third of its market share, but it's going to compete. And that's all you really need to try to do. Um, for every Microsoft, there's an Apple, right? For every Apple, there's an Android and, and vice versa. And so you have to really look at this as a long play. And I think as a long play, I think Cardano holding ADA makes a lot of sense, especially at the prices that it's now. Um, it's for a hundred dollar investment for a thousand ADA is is worth holding for eight years. In my opinion, I could be wrong. Call me crazy, but I think there, I think it's capable of producing something within that time. Um, another, another, the last one I think was, or was that the last one? I think that was the last one. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff was running. It was just kind of like, wow, that's, that's crazy. And then you do a little research. You're like, Oh, that's why, uh, the only one that shocked me completely was XLM. I was just completely taken aback. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, how is that possible? Um, but everything changes really fast in the crypto space. And quite frankly, I, I wasn't shocked to see, I wasn't shocked to see XRP run, but it was kind of like, man, so many people are going to get dumped on <laughs> this, this week and they're going to be crying. Oh man, that sucks. But if you're able to pull it off, hats off. That's, that's a badass move. Congratulations. Um, okay.
Oh, and I forgot to mention. So that's future prediction. So everything we say in there is a safe zone. Uh, don't believe anything I say. <laughs> it's a lot of speculation, you know, so just remember that. Um, don't take that as fact. That's why we put it in future predictions. That's why we talk about that in future predictions. Uh, oh, Litecoin was the other thing I didn't mention. Litecoin. Whew, that's looking really good. <laughs> uh, I'm really looking forward to Litecoin to dump so I can start buying some Litecoin. I'm serious. I'm, I'm really bullish on what Litecoin is doing here um, uh, here soon. So, um, gosh, if it could get to 75. Anyway, that's, that's for another day. <laughs> anyway, I want everybody to be safe this week. Uh, if you're with your friends and family, please drive and be careful out there. Um, I'm going to be headed down to South Texas to celebrate and spend time with the family. Uh, and also uh, look for uh, maybe a birth crypto death showing up, you know, um, sometime this week. Wasn't able to finish that Thriller Insider I want to get to, so look for that to drop off sometime this weekend. But be careful out there. Buy Bitcoin, save the world. And remember, just do what's best for you and your family. See you next time.